Welcome to Anchor Daily, where we daily engage in God's Word and prayer, reminding each other of the only anchor that truly holds. Hi, y'all. Today we start a new book in our daily reading plan. We have completed First and Second Corinthians, and now we're headed into Galatians. This is Angie, and I feel like I need to share a side note. Have you ever been taught that Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, and Colossians are easy to remember in order if you remember this acrostic, God eats popcorn? Yeah, it's that simple. What can I say? The king of popcorn, Orville Redenbacher, graduated from Purdue University, just like me. Hashtag boiler up. Okay, let's put down the popcorn and let's get back to Galatians, one of Paul's earliest letters written from Corinth around AD 56. He wrote to believers scattered in Galatia, a region in Asia Minor, which is modern-day Turkey. The tone of his opening words was very different than most of his other letters. He didn't start with adoring praise or encouragement. Paul went straight for the spiritual jugular, emphatically proclaiming, There is no other gospel outside of Jesus. Word had gotten to Paul that some outsiders had settled in Asia Minor, and these strangers were challenging Paul's authority and his interpretation of the gospel. This had created confusion for the believers there, as the newcomers were insisting that the Galatian believers submit to certain rites of the Jewish law. Paul countered the false teaching by defending his apostolic authority and re-establishing the gospel foundation he had previously taught to the believers there, justification by faith alone. Paul was abundantly clear. There is only one gospel. He expressed his frustration that those in Galatia had so quickly abandoned the truth and had been so gullible in being led towards false teaching. This spiritual spanking of sorts set the stage for reminding the Galatian believers and us that Jesus plus anything else is simply a false gospel. Our justification is by faith alone. We contribute nothing. Christ has already achieved everything for us. We can have blessed assurance because justification is an act of God based on the finished work of Christ. As we recently read in 1 Corinthians 15, O death, where is your victory? O death, where is your sting? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Paul reminds the Galatian believers and us, His grace is sufficient enough for every need. His power is enough to see us through whatever challenges we may be facing. And His mercy is enough to deliver us from all unrighteousness and evil. Jesus is enough. This takes us to the second half of this letter, where Paul shares his own death-to-life conversion story. He reminds everyone that the gospel he preaches is not a made-up fairy tale written by men. He shares his path to salvation and reminds everyone that the call on his life came directly from God. Paul was not seeking God, but God was sure seeking him. Paul doesn't keep his death-to-life story hidden under a bushel. Oh, no. He returned to the places of his past so that he might testify to the transformational work that Jesus had done in his life. 
Paul didn't say, hey, look what I've done, trust in me. He proclaimed, look what God has done, trust in him. What an ironic twist that the one who zealously sought death for Christians was now trying to bring life to people through the sharing of the good news. Paul's story is one of undeniable proof of the gospel's power. Verse 23 states, the man who formerly persecuted us is now preaching the faith he once tried to destroy. So what is your death to life story? How has Jesus breathed life into your dry bones and brought hope, healing, and salvation to you? Maybe like me, you were young when Jesus knocked on the door of your heart. Don't be afraid to share that story or really any story throughout your faith journey where God showed up and did a major work, one that only he could do. Just like Paul, all believers have redemptive stories to tell. Who is someone you need to share with about his life-changing work? A shared testimony from a changed soul speaks forth life, hope, and the power of the cross. Would you pray with me right now this simple prayer? Lord, would you reveal one person to each of us that we can share something soon about how you have rescued us from death and brought us into life? Amen. Hey, don't delay, friend. Share whatever the Lord puts on your heart with whomever he put on your heart. That person might not be seeking God, but God is sure seeking him or her. Thanks for joining us today. Listen in tomorrow as we continue to encourage one another to be anchored, steadfast, and secure in Jesus. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so because we'd love to continue to dive into God's word with you. We'd also like the chance to connect further with you. If you go to Bethel.ch, you'll see all sorts of ways to connect, serve, and worship with our church body. Finally, please consider sharing this podcast with your friends by word of mouth or on social media. Have a blessed rest of your day.